0: hi and welcome back in the last episode you discovered some truths about your relationships um, now that you did the work to get clear about your relationship status it's time to dig a little deeper
1: Yep. this episode is time to go a little deeper yep
0: um, we're gonna guide you um, through that tricky landscape of um, you know where love and addiction where addiction mimics love in some ways like um, I, I they, you know, it's just really messy. The The two sides kind of uh, can, can converge on each other and be tricky, and so we kind of walk you through it. And, and uh, as always, we use uh, the combination of uh, tools, insights, definitions, and practice to get through it. So um, buckle up. Let's get started. Ooh. Hi, I'm Colin.
1: And I'm Elitia.
0: We're the host of
1: When, when Love, Love Works. Works. This podcast is about the real worker relationships.
0: Each episode will focus on the how-to's of building, repairing, and sustaining healthy relationships.
1: Yeah, the goal of the Win Love Works podcast is to provide our listeners with the education, practical techniques, and options to be successful across all their relationships.
0: So, so let's, let's get, get into, into
1: it. it. Welcome back, welcome back to season one. This episode is all about love and addiction. Last week we asked you to take a really good look and get clear on your relationships, really go into whether they were healthy or what they were really pulling on you. And this week, Colin and I are going to go a little bit deeper because, yes, you can have some healthy relationships, but there are some that are disguised as healthy ones. They may even be addictive relationships. So that's what we're going this week. Is it love or is it addiction?
0: That's right. And uh, this week we're, we're using a question to kind of, to, to flesh it out. Um, and the question goes as follows. Um, my partner is a great person. We get along well, but there are just as many or more times when we can't get along and we're arguing nonstop. It's so confusing because the good is so good, but the bad is so ugly. I don't know which one to honor. What should I believe? yeah
1: yeah that's a good question and you know we're gonna give you a definition so this week we definitely want to you heard us say the word addiction a couple times already so just to be consistent we want to share the definition that we want you to use and going forward so for uh, purposes of going forward just think of addiction as the compulsive use of substances and in this case people despite an excessive amount of harmful consequences so addiction also means you no longer have the choice or the power to stop yourself right and again for our purposes we're talking about the use of people okay
0: right and just just think about it um i know that we we haven't been conditioned to to um see uh relationships as being um even a possible to be a form of addiction or or or, um, you know, a means of addiction, but they they really can be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if, if there's something that gives you pleasure, like, let's say, 25% of the time, and the other 75% of the time, it is <laughs> wrecking your life and wrecking your emotions and wrecking your whole world. How is that not what happens to you know joe crack user every day of the, of the year of, and or any other drug for that matter they you know it it's mm-hmm. when you have these disproportionate consequences coming at you um that go with something that also brings you a little bit of pleasure mm-hmm. it, you're probably in an addictive relationship mm-hmm.
1: and we don't usually sit down and say oh let me calculate how much pleasure and how much harmful consequences I'm getting from this relationship no what usually happens is people just say okay the good outweighs the bad and we're pushing you to say wait sit down and look at that good that's outweighing that bad because it may be that you're actually having a small amount of good and some harmful consequences like this episode is about sitting with that relationship and really digging deeper and seeing is it an addictive cycle I'm
0: gonna take you even deeper
1: Take true, a baby. Take true, a baby.
0: True love doesn't have an opposite. You know, if if you are hugging and kissing one minute and then screaming at the top of your lungs at each other mm-hmm. and ready to kill each other, um, you're probably in an addictive relationship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't true love doesn't have an opposite. Um, it it can you know, now, can can your relationship mature to a place where it's a true where it's a, a a non-addictive relationship and a pure one, um, it can. But if you're still experiencing that, you're more on that end on the low on the low end, and you're in that place of. And I'm not being judgmental here, but I'm just saying you're closer. Your relationship is closer to being an addiction than it is to being a full-blown relationship that actually supports and gives something back to you. Mm-hmm.
1: And to that point, I think about even in us personally. We were definitely more closely to addiction, an addictive relationship when I think about how even when when I thought every time Colin brought something to me that was um, disruptive to our relationship or something that I had done that, you know, interrupted our flow that was offensive, I would get defensive. I would literally go from, wait, what do you mean I didn't do? It. Like I would go on a defense versus hearing out the thing that was coming between b- both of us, like the obstacle. I made the problem an attack on me versus the problem is trying to separate us, right? So in the, in in maybe a matter of moment, I would be very defensive and go right back to being this great, kind, loving person. And it wasn't until this definition of saying, wait, 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 it can't have these extremes. You are this person consistently, and you're going to have to think about who I am as a person because if I am who who I am to you and then when I bring this, problem i'm doing air quotes y'all when i bring this problem up you can't go into a full defensive mode because something came up like it's truly you going from zero to 100 and that's a challenge that's how it showed up for us in a relationship and and i had to do the work so when he talks about evolution yeah i had to do some work around okay how do i get this from this addictive cycle where i'm going from zero to 100 when i don't get my way or when it's not all roses and, and berries to how is it going to be healthy and consistent and mutual? Because yeah. real love has no opposites. I cannot be in one breath talking about how much love I have and then the next breath, breath being very abusive in my tone and my language because Colin brought up a problem. Yeah. Like that's not abuse and real love are on two separate ends of the spectrum. And so we really want you to get that visual because if you're thinking about a healthy relationship, one extreme is real love. And the other one is where you have all this fuzziness going on. And it usually shows up very sneakily as an addictive relationship. So, yes, you can bounce back from addictive relationships, but we just want to put them out there so you know, because, again, this season is all about relationship 101, and we understand that there's not much education out there, but this podcast is a part of the re-education. So you have to know there is a such thing as an addictive relationship.
0: Well, and and you have to, to understand this too. It is not, you know, I love my wife, and at the time she was my girlfriend. Um, I love I loved her with all my heart, but it was not my responsibility to make her happy. And in in addictive in any form in any addiction, it's somebody masking pain. They you know they're masking pain, and they're asking you to. Uh, be their hit, you know, and I never volunteered to be anyone's hit and, um, and loving my, my girlfriend slash wife, you know, I had to step up and take, well, I didn't have to, but I chose to step up and say, you know, we're going to make it and, and, and build our relationship on something solid. We we gotta pass this point. Mm-hmm. You you can no you can't. Uh, I can't be your hit, and I can't be responsible for uh, uh, you know you uh, like pro- providing this rosy scenario for you. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and when we got past that place, then we you know we matured into a more mm-hmm. um, uh, a whole relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't don't think that it's not. Surmountable. you can but again this is when love works so when you do the work yeah it's it's definitely surmountable. it's something that you can overcome you can you can push through it and you can go from dating and having some red flags to actually having a healthy and beyond forever love or whatever the next stage of of the relationship goes to but again it takes work that's how it showed up for us in marriage and dating and when we got this question we Understood too That this is how it was showing up For this particular couple as well That they were just sharing some highlights Of that they were closer to an addictive cycle Than they were An addictive um, relationship Than they were to a real love relationship right. Now that's in the intimate realm It shows up in professional Relationships as well There are some people that you, know, you think about the toxic work culture A lot of people don't break up With the colleagues They break up from the toxic work culture Right. When they've had enough, like when the, the hit or when the, whatever the little 25% pleasure is no longer serving them professionally, right. they start checking out and looking for other work environments. So right. there are definitely remnants of this in professional relationships where you can be in an addictive work environment. Like you just going until it ceases to satisfy you and you're like, okay, I'm out.
0: Right. And you know, not to be missed is the, the, um, you know, the egos part in this as well. Like when you, you know, people, like in relationships, people want to impress each. They want to impress each other and they matter to each other. And anytime you matter to each other and you want to impress each other, it's easy to, to like actually tread on each other's feelings. You know, you can, you can make, people can be like the most strongest, non-sensitive people in the world. There's nothing wrong with sensitivity, first of all. That's a good thing. We'll go in that into that in another chapter, mm-hmm. um, and talk about the real purpose of sensitivity. But um, in inside of relationships, because people matter to each other, I don't care how you could be the, the most um, uh, strongest, most secure person in the world, but inside of a relationship, if if your partner says something, it's gonna get it's gonna catch your attention. Mm-hmm. Like a million people can say, "I don't like that haircut," if and you be like. Who cares your wife or your husband says that to you It's going to matter because mm-hmm. yeah, we matter to each mm-hmm. other. We care. And so what happens is that's that that can also feed into the addiction cycle, too, yes. because you'll be you'll be you won't. I'm sorry. It, it can stave you off. It, it could be a blocker from you getting the maturation you need to get past that point. Yes. Because like my wife said, not, none worst. of these things aren't aren't uh, surmountable. Yeah. You can you can you know come together and work together, but you got to park your egos at the door. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get past this, your ego has to be parked, and you and you and you can't be concerned about how I look to my partner. Mm-hmm. It's more important that you actually become something, you know, that you become something solid, and that your relationship becomes uh, a compilation of your you know your best selves that help you sustain the relationship that you're trying to build.
1: Mm-hmm. That is exactly the work I had to do, y'all. So I'm inviting y'all to do this work, too. Listen, if I could shut down the ego and get over how I looked to my partner to actually be the person I wanted to be with my partner, then you can, too. It definitely is amountable, y'all. Do this work with us. It's definitely a journey, and yeah. we want to give you tools along the journey. This episode is Love or addiction. And we have to start with what what do we mean when we say addictive relationship and what do we mean when we say real love because a real love relationship has no opposite but here's a good time for you to sit and pause and say wait am i addicted to a person that i'm in a relationship with am i in an addictive work environment or another question is am i the source of someone's addicted addiction is someone literally using me to get a hit and it's fulfilling a source of pain or masking some pain Right. And then it goes to an extreme when I'm not there to give them their hit. Yeah, Like, here's a time for you to pause and sit with that. Are you addicted or is someone addicted to you?
0: You will see. You can recognize the real withdrawal and the, and the frustration and the anger and all of the acting out. I mean, it, it, you know, in, in a lot of ways, it's like a kid having a, um, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you call it when a tantrum. a tantrum? Like when they have that tantrum and thanks, sweetheart.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's like when a kid have, has a tantrum. It, uh, um, addicts are, you know, they make it very clear that they are like going through withdrawal, and they just they don't let the don't let the absence of drug paraphernalia all over the place um, fool you into not thinking that you're in the middle of an addiction um and either way if you're part of it you're responsible one way or the other either you if you're the if you're the substance you're responsible and if you're the person that, that is, that's actually the addict you're also responsible mm-hmm. the two of you can come together decide whether you are, you know and you can decide within yourself that whether you feel that something if your relationship is 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 uh, um you know, if, if it's if it's something that can be fixed, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It can, if you can move on and build on it,
1: mm-hmm. um, and we believe a lot of people's relationship can be fixed. Like we've seen right. some really challenging um, things pop up between two people, but with the tools, you can you you would not believe how right. much is surmountable. We we're saying literally trust the work and right. trust the journey, but you have to put in work. We're not going to be. Um, giving you no rose-colored glasses, you will do the work. We've seen several challenges that come up in relationships that when both people are committed to doing their individual parts toward the relationship, it becomes a healthy one. So, again, as another asterisk, you have to do your work. That's why we wrote Love Literacy. It's a conscious journey to healthy relationships. Never suffer in silence or struggle in love. Get your copy of Love Literacy. It's available in print ebook and the audio book is available right now for pre-order get your copy of love literacy today
0: the definition that we gave you is going to be a huge part of helping you helping to assist you in your journey if you do choose to fight through it because you know you're the common denominator in all your relationships so if you haven't fixed this you can go right into another relationship and be the substance or either be the addict. so the, you know, the definition is a big part of it, and the other, the, the other part is being aware. If you're aware, you know, that is, that's all you, you know, I'm going to tell you some things, there are so many things that which require you to be conscious, and that's it. If you're conscious and you see the ego, the ego disperses. When you're conscious and you see something like addiction, it, it it now you're right on the track to go uh-huh. toward getting the things that that you have now now we're not talking about chemical things here we're talking about a relationship so it's a little different you it's not like you have a chemical reaction now, I don't know anything about the chemical thing I'm I'm not trying to compare it on that level but on this level being aware is You know, and you're there, you're like Mm -hmm. way over halfway there Mm -hmm. and the rest of it is you Mm -hmm. building habits in to keep yourself in a conscious Mm -hmm. place. So you can know when you slip over into that addictive cycle or when you're slipping into that place where you're allowing um, um, addiction to actually thrive because you are the substance Mm -hmm. and you haven't done anything about it. Mm -hmm.
1: So your awareness and all the work, like we say, every week we're going to give you something practical. So we gave you a definition and we're going to give you this tool just to let you know that there is a such thing as relationships as an addiction cycle because we want your awareness to be so heightened that you're able to see things and then shut them down by doing the work of implementing these tools to get the health that you want in every area, in every relationship, right? So you have the definition, now you're going to think about this cycle. And this is how relationships end up being addictive cycles when one we start to use people so imagine again it may not be as blatant in your face as someone using alcohol or, or a substance to change their feeling in the moment but there is a thing as using people so that's the yeah. first part of the stage right after you actually use a person or you are used there is an immediate physiological reaction and that reaction is called guilt or the reaction could be denial where you are flat out saying no I don't use people I'm not using these people or I'm not being used so first is the actual act of using someone and then second is the physiological guilt or denial that comes up after that happens in your body you will be triggered some emotion will come out of that physiological response of either guilt or denial that trigger is gonna prompt you to want to crave the comfort not have that trigger anymore you're gonna want to mask the pain again and right. so that's how the loop ends by going right back to using a person so that is a cycle that happens in relationships all too often and in our work it's all about re-education so we know there's a huge gap in the in healthy education curriculum we got it but we want you to be well aware of the cycle and how it sneaks in you use people. You deny it or you feel guilty. Then you have this emotional trigger that wants to be satiated. And then you're going to crave the same using again until you go right back. And that's how the cycle is perpetuated.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I, I hope you learn something. I hope you learn today from this, what we shared. And we want to hear from you. Uh, let us know you're listening and, and that you're you know getting value out of it or not getting value out of it. We, we, we're glad to listen to your feedback. Leave us a voice message, uh, inbox us, or, you know, share your name, your city, and any other things that you want to share. So, yeah. th- thank you.
1: Thank you for that. We definitely want to hear from you. Thank you, boo. This week's truth trigger, y'all. Here you go. Take your note. This week, we want you to think about, is it love or is it addiction? Yep. So, your truth trigger for this week, love or addiction, make sure you put a question mark there.
0: we want you to go back and look at the list of mutual relationships you know last week you started this list and get real about whether they are based on real love or addiction
1: Yeah, take a good look y'all I had to do this work and again when I found out that I was the one um, being an addict I didn't say it was easy y'all but I'm here to let you know it's possible so it's your turn Go back and look at that list from the first episode and, and just get down to the basis of it. And you can do some work.
0: Yep. If you have questions about this episode, please email us your questions. Like I said earlier. Email the questions to um wlwdevelops at gmail.com. I'll read that again. WLWdevelops at email.com. I'm sorry, at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's our time.
1: Until next time.
0: Bye.
1: Bye.